five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome to Truth Beer and Podsequences. So this is the podcast where my co-host and I listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft uh, beer podcasts from the previous week. Then we give our version of the truth of how those podcasts went. Now, hopefully there aren't too many consequences from the hosts of the other podcasts. Uh, we are lucky to be back. back at our gracious podcast host, Higher Gravity Summit Park. Thank you, Higher Gravity Summit Park, for being a fantastic podcast host. Now, uh, my name is Marco. I am a taproom manager here locally, and I'm about to introduce the best co-host in Podcastlandia. I am Julia. I am a drinker of all the things craft beer and craft just drinks in general in Cincinnati. Um, I like to make lists, lists that are pages and pages long of all of these Cincinnati craft beer events that are coming up that we let you know about in our .5 episodes that come out every Wednesday. I make funny beer posts during beer event season, and I absolutely love marble racing, especially Yella's Marble Racing. That's uh, J-E-L-L-E. Look it up on YouTube. Shout out to producer Adam here at Higher Gravity tonight, who in anticipation of the FC Cincinnati game that's on tonight... He has YouTube up, and we are watching Sand Marble Racing. Yeah. So I apologize in advance if I get distracted and start screaming about the Arrangers or the Green Ducks or you know the the uh, you know the the cats, the crazy cat's eyes. Mar- Marco is, I don't want to say always disappointed in me somehow. No. <laughs> I'm uh, sure. I'm sure the commentary <laughs> makes. Uh, you know, it's a big part of the it, experience. It really is. Just like watching it on mute, you'd really don't or get the same Or listening to this effect. podcast on mute. This is true. You could listen to the podcast on mute and have just as good of a time as uh, with, with audio. Um, please don't try that. Please, please actually <laughs> just listen. Just as good a time. <laughs> please, please actually listen and like, share, subscribe, review. I don't know. We'll tell you all about all about that stuff at the end of the episode. A um, little bit of a disclaimer about this podcast. All of the thoughts, opinions, statements, everything that we say are the opinions of Marco and I alone. They do not represent any thoughts, opinions, stances by any entity we are associated with. That includes, you know, our full-time jobs. That includes higher gravity. So if there's an issue that you have with anything that we say about any of these podcasts or just anything in general, maybe you hate the fact that I like marble racing, come at me. Don't come at me anywhere else. And just want to give a huge shout out to Higher Gravity for their new Pride t-shirts. Yeah, they look They're great. absolutely fantastic. There are only a few left here uh, at Summit Park. I don't know if they have more in the back room. I'm sure they still have some at Northside, but check them out, buy them. They're, they're absolutely amazing. Uh, with that being said, this is, for all intents and purposes, a craft beer podcast. Yes. And it wouldn't be a good one nope. if we weren't drinking some craft beer. That's right. So, Marco, what, uh, what are we sharing tonight? What do we have in our, in our glasses? We have an Italian-style Pilsner from Pipeworks. It is uh, Alla Salute. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's Italian. I don't know. Maybe I did that right. is our strong point. Yeah. And so that's as good as it's going to get. That's it. Yeah. As good as it's going to yeah. get. Yeah. Um, and do you know, do you remember from one of the shows that we're going to be recapping later, do you remember what one of the things are that makes an Italian-style Pilsner versus just a regular Pilsner? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the uh, extra hand gestures. There we go. When you go to make it. <laughs> hand gestures are a fly, and this isn't bad. Um, I will say that 
the Westside Brewing's Sensitalia ah. Italian Cider Pills that's out, I think is better than this. I couldn't say. I haven't but had it's, it. But it's also fresher. If I can get my hands on a can or two, yeah, I will I will was, bring them in for the, you. The can date on this one was three twenty nine. Not terrible at no, all. No, no. no. Uh, yeah, but if I can, if I can find some cans, or who knows, maybe they'll get an order of them in here at Higher Gravity Summit Park, and you know, next Tuesday, they'll be available. Maybe. But, but I'll try to, uh, I'll try to make sure that that you get a chance to to try some of it. All right, let's talk as we're supposed to be doing about podcasts, specifically Cincinnati Craft Beer podcasts. We have three podcasts and one YouTube show. Yeah. That we're going to be talking about today. So let's make sure that we both were able to, you know, listen and watch all of them. Okay. Uh, because we had a little, we little had a little hiccup. <laughs> couple, the last, like, two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah. So let's make sure that we are back on track. We have the Bruce Travelers Outcast podcast where they were at Happy Two Brewing. Yes. Awesome. Uh, we have, I'm going to say, a new-ish one to our rotation. It's been around before, but it kind of went away for a while. Now it's back at the Dayton Brewcast. That's right. Okay. All right. Yep. Uh, we have kind of a tie into that, the Weekly Pint, mm-hmm. which used to not be a show. Now it is a show. All right. And then the YouTube show that we're going to talk about because it ties in very closely to a podcast that we recap when we have new episodes, the Brew Skies Happy Hour Barstool Perspective YouTube show. Yes. All right. Excellent. Uh, where did you want to start tonight? Uh outcast podcast all right let's do it this was episode 24 where uh, quick trip and the cincy bruce traveler went to happy to brewing in anderson township uh, they talked to uh, john madrill who is one of the co-owners there and this is a really interesting brewery because it is i believe for all if you get into the numbers of the brewery it's it's i guess it's considered a nano brewery it, nanobrewery, microbrewery, I'm not I'm not entirely sure what numbers make like up nano. which one nano. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very tiny, and it is inside the Mio's Pizzeria on Clough Pike in Anderson Township. Mm-hmm. A little bit of background on what the Bruce Travelers Outcast podcast format is. They go to a brewery. They try to get someone from that brewery on their show. They ask them a list of kind of quick-hitting questions. You know, how many parking spaces do you have? Do you have live events? Are you kid-friendly? Are you pet-friendly? Do you have outdoor spaces? So you get all the information you could ever want to know before going to a brewery for the first time, which is absolutely fantastic. Including how many breweries are within a five-mile radius. Yes, yes, which is always interesting. Now, the breweries within a five-mile radius that the uh, the Outcast podcast does, it's not— driving miles it is a five mile radius kind of as the crow flies so if you're looking at google maps so from a top down and you go out five like you know five mile radius right so it if you drive from that brewery to a brewery within five miles you might actually be driving for six or seven miles because that's how roads work right uh but you get a lot of that really good information, and then they end the episodes with talking about the different beers that they drank over the course of the show. They rate them uh, based on the untapped rating, so zero to five stars. Right. And you get a really, really good, well-rounded picture of what this brewery is, who they are, what they like to do. 
And this episode was no different. This was absolutely fantastic. Um, it wasn't the longest episode, so I don't think we're going to have a super long recap of this because a lot of it's just going to be. It was it was I, a decent timed episode. Yeah, it's yeah. Just that they have had some that were almost double. Sure, right. And it's not to me. Our goal for this podcast is we want to encourage you and make you interested in these shows so that you go out and listen to them. So if we tell you, hey, here are the questions that they asked Happy to, and these are the answers, here are the beers that they drank, and this is how they rated them. We're giving it all away. We're giving it all away, right. Why would you listen? That's not what we're about, so that's not (sighs) what we're going to do. So we're just going to kind of give you teasers, which is what this recap is. They questioned, uh, and they asked John this, and John had a pretty interesting uh, area. He had a pretty interesting answer. Is this the smallest brewery? in the Cincinnati area at a, as a three-barrel system. And they were saying, well, Fibonacci technically, I, I believe, is a little bit bigger than that, so they may be the smallest in the area. Now, I don't know. He thought know. it was second smallest. Second smallest, or, okay, okay. Or, yeah. Because if, you, if you try to follow all the different places, I think the Gnarly Gnome has mentioned that Mash Cult is starting up again, and I think that if that's the case... If you consider the Cincinnati area to include Northern Kentucky, which it should be, sure. I mean that's that that is Cincinnati. I'm sorry, it's just the the south of the Ohio River side of Cincinnati. I think Mash Cult would be the smallest, but a three barrel system means they don't have space to have continual. Um, I'm, I'm wording this so terribly. They they have flagship beers but they're not always going to be on all the time because right. they're doing stuff in such small quantities. Right. And it, go and listen and find out how many days a week they actually get to brew. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, which was also an absolutely fantastic part of the conversation. Uh, it feels like the way they were describing the space, so some of the rapid-fire questions about the space, it almost sounded speakeasy-esque. Right. There's no sign for the brewery. You just have to know when you go to Mio's, hey, by the way, if you go into this back room over here, there's a there's a brewery back there. There is a tap room. You get to sit there and drink beer and eat pizza, and it's amazing, which is awesome because I still haven't been to Happy To or to that specific Mio's, which I guess, you know, one and the same, but it's good to know when I'm heading out that way. I've been once or twice. Oh, have you? Cool. But, How is but just once or twice. Okay, okay. How was neat. I mean, you walk in. I mean, it's a small bar area and a couple yeah. of beers on tap. Yeah. Nice, nice. Did it and did it feel like a brewery when you were in the space? No, it felt like a it, it felt like a small bar inside of a pizza place. But it still felt like. Did it feel like a separate? Yeah. A separate space from the pizzeria. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just curious. Sometimes those things kind of blend together. Uh, one of the things that I thought was interesting about this conversation, when they talked about breweries within a five-mile radius, there are four other breweries within that five-mile circle. Mount Carmel, Paradise, well, the OG Paradise location, 50 West, and Big Ash. So if you head out to the area, you can do a little bit of, of brewery hopping mm-hmm. while you're in Anderson. Yep. Um, you got the why and the how of Happy Two Brewing um, and, like, how they came to be in Mio's, which is really cool. And happy fifth anniversary to Happy Two Brewing, oh. which I didn't realize that they'd been around for that long. They, I, I follow them on social media. I don't remember seeing any posts about that. So if there was an event for that, 
I apologize that uh, that we missed it. I, I don't know. I feel like we don't have a ton to recap for this just because it is everything else we would recap would just be telling you exactly what they said. And we love the way that the Bruce Travelers tell the brewery story much better than we do. So what if I end this recap with a multiple choice question? Okay. All right, cool. We haven't done this in a little bit, so uh, let's go ahead and see uh, if if people have listened, or maybe this will encourage them to listen. Where did the name Happy 2 come from? Which I will explain a little bit. The name of the brewery is not Happy like T-O or Happy T-O-O. It's Happy and the number 2. Where did the name Happy 2 come from? Was it A, it was an old employee's catchphrase? Was it B, John lost a bet with his brother on what the name of the brewery should be? Or was it C, it was on a fortune from a fortune cookie? Ah, oh, is it D, Julia? <laughs> you know, it's, it's I, when we have a multiple choice, you bring A, B, C, and I bring the D. <laughs> so option D is they were actually going to call it Happy Deuce, but then... Someone stopped and said, wait a minute. Maybe we shouldn't name it that. Mm. Yeah, I, c- I could see that being misinterpreted in yeah. uh, more ways than one. Yeah. Anyway, this is the, the Outcast podcast is always a lot of fun to listen to because it gives you a lot of really good information about the brewery uh, and about the beers that they, that they drink. Listen to this episode. Listen to all their episodes. And... Let us know what you think. Reach out to us on social media and, and say, hey, I listened to the Outcast podcast because of you guys, and you, you're happy you're for happy it. For, you're happy for it. You were happy to listen to yeah. this particular that's what, episode. That's the whole thing was trying to get to that point. I, I had been saving up that joke for Seven like minutes. an hour. Yeah. Yeah, longer than that because in our pre-production meeting, I'm like, that's true. I'm like, Marco, I'm going to do joke. this. I have this joke. Just wait like for it. Yep. It was right there. It's like you were about to explode unless, and, until yeah, you got yeah. to the joke. Just just like marble racing, Marco just kind of smiles and nods and somehow still puts up with my with my nonsense. Oh, they're actually showing the high jump. This is one of the Marble Olympics uh, events on the TV now. I'm gonna keep interrupting the podcast with you know wow. letting you know what's happening. What are those in... Brussels sprouts in the crowd there? No, those are the Green Ducks fans. Okay. <laughs> Marco. All right, um, we're still good with uh, with our with our hand gesture Italian style pilsners. I yes. don't know why I'm doing the hand motions here. No one can no one see can what see we're it. doing. Um, what do you say we move on to the Dayton? Do we cheers for this? Yeah. Okay. The Dayton Brewcast. Yeah, Dayton Brewcast. Of course, we're about to tell you why we call it the Dayton Brewcast. Because. Uh, the Gnarly Gnome has decided that Dayton, uh, the Dayton beer scene is more interesting than the Cincinnati beer scene. He's covered the Cincinnati beer scene for, what, almost 10 years now? Yeah. And he's like, I've seen all there is to see. Move in, north towards Hamilton. In t- until the newer breweries open later this summer, he's like, Cincinnati's just old, old to me. And now that I live in <laughs> Hamilton... <laughs> Now that he is all the way up in Hamilton, he's practically in Dayton the very anyway. Very top of Hamilton. The very, yeah, yeah. Like he's he's on the outskirts of what what is that? Is that Yellow Springs right at the top of Dayton there, <laughs> heading towards like? Sure. He's, I don't know. Give it another year or two, and we're gonna have the Columbus Brew cast. Yeah. I'm just I'm just the saying. Columbus Brew. Uh, this was season nine, episode five, with David Nielsen. 
Final Gravity, Chocolate, and What's Up with Craft. They recorded. What's up with Craft? What's, What's up, up with Craft? Nice. That fit in really, really well. Okay. Uh, they recorded at the Dayton location of Molar Brew Barn, which is why this is the Dayton Brewcast, because Gnome decided, again, screw Cincinnati. It's I'm, right I'm across from the north. ballpark, the Dayton Molars. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, I was not aware of that. One of the few teams would be named after <laughs> a, uh, a tooth. There's a reason there are only a few teams named for that. Yeah. Uh, this was a really, really cool episode. The Ithaca um, Incisors. <laughs> oh, my God. The Gahana Gnashers. Okay. For, like, all the teeth. Sure, yeah. Ganache. G. Yeah. Once again, the disappointment. Chocolate, like, I can, I can. Chocolate ganache. Oh, nice. But that. See, you're so much better at this than I am. <laughs> and the sun is, once again... In my eyeballs. eyeballs. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead Eating and run. Back. Let's go ahead and run through this while, uh, so I cannot be, you know, blinded by the light. Uh, you know, I don't know. Once again, the disappointment is extreme. And uh, yeah. Anyway. I'd send you to the park. But I think. <laughs> I think the sun is beating on you enough to where they torture. I'm. I'm already being tortured enough. Uh, David Nielsen does a whole bunch of stuff. He is a a beer blogger, writer, educator. Um, he does a podcast called Bean to Barstool, which is, I've listened to a couple episodes. It is really, really neat, especially if you like chocolate and beer. I like both. It is right down my alley. Uh, let's see what else. He's an advanced Cicerone, so, you know, given a little flex there. Look he, at me, Louie. Well, and he got that because he was like, well, I already have my Cicerone. I might as well go ahead and go for the advanced. And I'm like, who the hell does that who's not, like, I don't want to say working in the beer industry because he, as a beer writer, I get, like, he does. Yeah. But he's not. And he's a judge. Yeah. So yeah, he's very this, judgmental. Incredibly judgmental. You could hear the judgment dripping off of every word that he said during this podcast. Mm -hmm. He had an article on Bell's Two-Hearted. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He had an article that they talked about for a, a few minutes about Bell's Two-Hearted. Ah, uh, the deuce. The deuce. And Gnome said, I'm going to put a link to that article in the show notes. Yeah, and how'd that go? Guess what is not in the show notes? Now, there is a link to David Nielsen's main website, which you can find this article in. So, you know what I think I'm going to do? Uh -oh, in our do? show notes, I'm going to put a link uh, directly to the Be the David Nielsen Bell's uh, Two-Hearted article. Take that, Gnome. I'm going to, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to take what Gnome said he was going to do, and I'm going to actually do it. There you go. Gnome's a busy guy. His life is always chaos. He, what he, he does his best. That's what he says. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to follow through with the promises that I'm making on this podcast. <laughs> uh, let's see. The, I did read the uh, – I did go and, like, search for the article, and I read the article. It is absolutely fascinating and brilliant and such a ridiculously well-written article. I want people to read it, so I'm going to make sure that I link just directly to that article in our show notes. And I might repost it on social media, that type of thing. We'll see if I remember that part. Okay. Uh, he talked a bit, a bit about how to be serious about beer without coming across as being snobby about it. Right. Because I do think that that's 
sometimes a, a thin line to walk to where you talk about something that you know a lot about and you're very passionate about, but sometimes it can come across as, you know, kind of the look at me, Louie, or the, well, look at all the stuff that I know, when right. that's not your intent. Right. So the, the, the conversation around that specific topic was interesting because they talked about, you know, did we need to dumb things down when we talk mm-hmm. about beer? And he mm-hmm. really wanted to, to make sure to talk about it in a, in a very educated and, and, and almost in an elegant way. Right. Uh, which is which is which is cool as long as you can deliver that information which i feel he does mm-hmm. in in a very um relatable fashion right right i i've listened to and read either articles from other beer writers podcasts from other people in the beer more the beer industry and sometimes they do come across as just I don't. I don't want to say pretentious, but they almost sound pretentious. Oh, these are the people that I hang out with. These are right. the, the the beers that they just handed me that are from their cellars that no one has ever seen before. And you're kind of like, okay, I get it, and that's cool, but it's not coming across as being relatable to to someone who is just passionate about craft beer, but isn't really in the industry. If you know, if that makes sense. But again. There, there is that level, that echelon of, of craft beer drinkers, people in that scene. There's a space for everyone. Um, but I did love that David was trying to find a way to make that space bigger, more inclusive, without coming across as like that weird beer snobbish thing. Uh, they talked a bit about how craft chocolate is a thing, and that was absolutely fascinating. And that tied into uh, the the Bean to Barstool podcast, right. where he dives into the correlations between craft chocolate and craft beer, and how if you go to a craft chocolate and beer pairing, it's way more in depth, or can be way more in depth than uh, than just oh this you know this chocolate tastes good with this stout or this porter. Again. It's hard to describe it in, you know, the, the podcast. We have to say that we have porter to do, the way he says porter. He goes, porter. Porter, yes. Um, porter. Almost like he's a, a bit of an English chap, but uh, yeah, all good. Uh, then he talked a bit about the final gravity zine that he's putting out, which he wants to be an outlet for the stories uh, from the people that are in the industry that don't really have a home anywhere else. So not the, this is what I'm brewing, this is what's happening with our brewery. He wants it to be more... At least this is how it sounded to me. He wanted it to be more about the people's stories about beer than their brewery, their industry in general. Um, yeah. You can actually pre-order. The unhoused brewery, mm-hmm. be the beer writers, the unhoused right, ones. Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, you can actually pre-order the first episode of that zine, which is supposed to drop in either June or sometime this summer at bean2barstool.com. You can subscribe to his Patreon, Bean to Barstool. I think it's patreon.com slash bean to barstool. I could be wrong about that. Just go to bean to barstool.com. And as a Patreon subscriber at a certain tier, you are you get every single episode as they come out, like quarterly is what they're aiming for. Uh, it's something one of the, the last talking points that I had on this episode before I get to the multiple choice question ah, that okay. I came up with is I love how he wants to keep finding the fun things that made you, the global you, excited about beer to begin with. That's what he enjoys. That's what he loves. 
And that's what he's trying to pull from with the bean to bar stool, the, the combination of craft chocolate and craft beer, and the final gravity zine with the stories from people in the industry that don't get told. You know, the, you know, uh, and just, and the the poems that you know there's that some brewers are writing yes, that poems. never get any any attention because it's not yes. about the haikus we're brewing this beer about this beer. month exactly i mean do you I, have a haiku about beer let's take a super quick break to let you ask chat gpt to write a haiku about craft beer and then we'll be back with that and a multiple choice question about season 9 episode 5 of the Dayton Brewcast and, and we, we have made it back, back with a chat GPT haiku about Cincinnati craft beer. Marco, what did AI, which Joe is afraid of, by the way, yeah, what did it give us? Uh, do we have some some very calming music or anything? I can add some in post. Okay. okay. Hoppy Riverside, Cincinnati's brews cascade. Crafted bliss resides. Oh, that was good. That's a, that's a, that's a, that was, that was a craft beer. (laughs) Written by ChatGPT. AI is amazing. (laughs) Eh? 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 Hey, you see what you did there? I, I apologize for nothing. For the AI? What I'm also, what I'm also not going to apologize for is this multiple choice question about this episode of, get ready, the Dayton Brewcast. Cheers. Go ahead and drink while I kind of talk and give you the question. What could be an article or a feature in the final gravity zine? A, trends in beer. B, why is your teacher wearing shorts? Or C, limericks. It looks like, oh, it's the, the balance obstacle here in the, mar- the Marble Olympics while you're thinking of the D that you're about to bring us. <laughs> Killed Marco. <laughs> These are fascinating events, Marco. Okay. Our D, Julia. It's option D. You know I bring the D. So option D is, what are the top five IPAs in America today? Oh, Damn, that's going to be a phenomenal article to read in the final Gravity Zine, if that's something that they talk about. Uh, did you have anything else on this episode of Cincy Brewcast or the Dayton Brewcast or the Cincinnati Brewcast? Fuck it, let's do it again. Cheers. No, I don't have anything, Julia. I think we did it. All right, cool. Well, are you are you good to keep on rolling through, or do you want to take a quick break? We have two more to go. We have the Weekly Pint, and we have the Bruce Guys Happy Hour Barstool Perspective left to cover. I still have plenty of beer, but let's take a break. All right, let's do it. We will be back in just a few, guys. The ice cream (laughs) truck! (laughs) (laughs) We have Marble Olympics. We have the ice cream truck. We have just... One of the best producers here at Higher Gravity. I mean, all the producers are absolutely fantastic here at Higher Gravity Summit Park. We have beautiful weather outside. We have the sun beating into my eyes, trying to keep me humble. Right. You know what the only thing that could be better than all of this is? What, talking about uh, the weekly pint? Hell yeah, talking about the weekly (laughs) pint. Yeah. I like how you're shaking your head. I'm like, people can't 
hear that over 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 the podcastery. So yeah. let's talk about episode 170 of the Weekly Pint, which okay. if you don't know by now, it is the Gnarly Gnomes Monday night live show. It streams on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. I think that's it. I could be wrong. It could be on one or two other streaming services. But you have chat. You can actually participate in the conversation with the different topics that the gnome wants to talk about that Monday. And it's also an excuse to just virtually have a drink with with other people. It started during COVID as, you know, we can't get together to drink, so let's do it virtually. And it just continued into just a wonderful mini community. It's kind of the same core group of people that are on every Monday. It's 9.30 at night-ish, depending on, you know, when he can get the children to to go to bed or break away from, you know, family duties. The cheering. The cheering. Sometimes you hear them, like, romping around upstairs, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's, it's, it's all wonderful. But it is the best part of my week outside of Tuesdays being here with you because, again, it's just a nice, fun, casual, like, let's hang out together and talk about beer news or... If there aren't really any beer news stories going on, just what's going on in in the gnome's life, you know, kind of behind the curtain, that type of thing. And this week was no different. Uh, I will say that the intro to this week's episode of the Weekly Pint was the most dramatic start ever. I loved it, and I think that he should play around with different variations, variants of of that intro because my god it started i'm like oh what is this yeah this is exciting yeah and yeah if you haven't listened or just re-watched on youtube facebook twitch you need to do it 100 percent. there is no reason not to it typically goes like 30 to 45 ish minutes yep not going to take up too much of your day it's good structure to it mm-hmm. you know he's mm-hmm. uh had a couple of of different variations or iterations on the structure uh, of the uh, of the pod, mm-hmm. uh, but he's dialing it in. Yeah, he tries to have an idea of here are some beer news events or just events in general, be it his life um, with with his different businesses to talk about or things in in the beer world. Um, the title of this one kind of tells you a little bit. Well, the title of all of them tell you a bit about what he tries to hit upon: acquisitions, unacquisitions, brand families, and chicken beer were the topics that he touched on, in addition to some other ones that kind of happened organically because of the the live chat that you were able to participate in. Yep. Uh, there was a little bit of talk about this week's episode of the Dayton Brewcast with David Nielsen. So if you hadn't listened to that, well, well cheers, because I, I said it wrong. I mean, might as well. That's fine. But, uh, yeah, it comes up. Yeah. And he, he will usually talk about that if, mm-hmm. you know, he There's gives a you a little bit broadcast. of like, hey, you know, Brewcast came out. This is what it's about. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, here's like some very high level talking points, not as in depth as you or I get into the recaps because he leaves that for us. He's he's a good guy like that. Right. Leaves it for us. Uh, he talked a little bit about the 16 lots Southern Outpost opening, which uh, my Josh and I went down to. So I have I have my own opinions on that. Um, You're going to give it's, them? Uh, no. Okay. No. Good. It's a cool space. Um, opinion one. That's opinion one. And maybe in, in a bonus or a Patreon, I'll, I'll get more in-depth about stuff. But listen to Weekly Pint for, you know, Gnome's take on it, which 
is not entirely inaccurate. Uh, he talked about some of the other upcoming openings, such as New Ales and Fable, or well, New Ales' new location, right. and Fabled Brew Works still coming up. Opening, yeah. Uh, touched on a little bit about the human rights campaign, uh, removing or suspending AB InBev's score, uh, employee score, which if you're not familiar with that. Yeah, um, they didn't he, They didn't downgrade it. They, they removed like, it. Yeah, yeah. It just is, is no longer applicable because of certain other things going on. I don't know how political we want to get in this particular, you know, recap. But how about not at all? That works for me. And the gnome didn't get too political or too into the weeds about it either on his touching point. But it is something that I'm glad that he mentioned. I'm glad that he brought it up. Uh, so one of the topics was acquisitions and unacquisitions, which you might be going, what the hell does that mean? Right. Apple, Apple, wow, I am having trouble with that word. Appalachian Mountain Brewing was bought out by, I'm just going to say to keep things simple, AB InBev a while back. They were recently able to buy themselves back from AB InBev. You mean they are? Back. As a craft brewery in Virginia, which was also touched upon a bit by what we're going to talk about next, the Bruce Guy's Happy Hour Barstool Perspective. I thought that was really cool. You never really hear about these small craft breweries that were bought out by bigger conglomerates or like big beer, macro beer, AB and Bev, whoever it may be, coming back. This could be like that first, one of the first success stories. Maybe it's just the first that's made it into the news. Maybe there are others. I don't know. Well, you had had Ballast Point. Uh, True, true. Um, That was kind of a a shock. It was a shock when uh, their their value just Mm -hmm. took a nosedive and hit the toilet. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. And then, well, but they they weren't bought by the original ownership group. That's where it's different. It's below, yeah, okay, okay. So similar, but not entirely the same story. Right. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, another part of the, excuse me, the Weekly Pint where he talked about expanding, expanding? Yeah, expanding. Ex- ex- <laughs> expanding brand families, such as Dale's Pale Ale now is expanding the Dale's brand to have a light lager. I always called it Dale. Dale. Ooh, getting fancy with the yeah. pronunciations, like going to the Target or the Croger. Yeah. The the crowbar. Yeah. I mean, you can fancy that, that any of would this. say it. We go Dale. There we go. Uh, some of the other examples that they touched on for brands expanding or, or brand families expanding. If you're not sure exactly what that means, Truth, Ryan Guy's Truth. Now they have Juicy Truth, right. and who knows? Maybe eventually they're going to have a non-alcoholic version called Lie or partial truth or you know who knows something tied into that that could be fun we all talked about that they're half truth absolutely the possibilities are endless uh chicken beer i kind of i kind of don't want to touch on that because i want you to listen or either listen to the podcast version of this episode or just watch it to Really understand chicken beer and why the hell, why I, mm, my opinions mirrored gnome. Not like I, I was. I agree. I agree. Well, I guess would, you gotta, you gotta listen. You gotta watch. Would mirrored be the opposite, or would mirrored be the same? Because it's kind of flip. It's the same as gnomes. How mirrored, about you echo? We echo. Yes. This is why you are the best 
co-host in podcast line, Dan Marco. No, you are. Uh, and then <laughs> debatable. Uh, and then he talked a bit about going to Alchemy Fest in Northern Kentucky, which seemed like a lot of fun. But there were a couple social media posts that he made that made me think that there are some additional stories that he just didn't get around to telling. Um, but craft cocktails in Cincinnati are booming, and there are some amazing cocktail artists, mixologists out there that uh, I thought everybody like was trying to turn lead into gold. That would have been probably better for the economy. But, you know. Like I'll, in Hudson Hawk. You remember Hudson oh, Hawk? I do not. You don't? No. Bruce Willis like Nope. Never saw it. Wow. Sorry. Sorry. Go watch Hudson Hawk. Again, the disappointment. It's it's overflowing in this episode. Uh, it, this is The Weekly Pint is always so much fun because, again, you can call in and talk to everyone live. You can what's chat the guy, with everyone live. What's the guy who's in uh, CSI Miami, the redhead guy? Oh, my God. I can picture him. Um, and he had to open every episode. Yeah. What? The sunglasses? Yeah, with God the sunglasses. Damn, what is his name? And he'd always have to stop and say, looks like he was on fire. And then just like. <laughs> oh, my God. I can I can picture him, but his name is failing me. Oh, my God. And you're the one who would yell at I everybody know. else. I know. I would be screaming at everyone else. It's different when it's our podcast. Totally different story than when it's anyone else's. <laughs> All right. David Caruso. There it is. Oh, hey. Marco was just about to, like, he was on his phone, like, I'm going to answer I this. I was going to give like, you three Davids. Uh, who, were, who were the Davids? Oh, Tell me that. Late. It's too late. No, I want to no, know who, no, who were the. No. David Nielsen, David Bowie. All right. And David well, Lee Caruso. Roth. Oh, well, okay. You yeah, have David be, Lee Roth. Well, because then you would bring the D and give me the D. Wait, oh, hold on. Gunting. <laughs> 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 oh, this is why we can't have nice things. All right, so I did have a multiple choice question for this episode of the oh, Weekly Oh, okay. Pint. I might still bring the D. All right, let's, fi- let's find out <coughs> what is, the according to this episode, what is the worst kind of dog? A flying dog? A drinking dog or a brew dog? Oh, or what about option D, Julia? Here I am bringing the D. <laughs> How about the up dog? <laughs> wait, wait, what's up dog? <laughs> hey! And now all of our listeners are disappointed. Yeah. Yep, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, we have one show left to talk about the Brew Skies Happy Hour Barstool Perspective, which is their weekly. A recap of beer news, national, global beer news. Uh, do you need to take a quick break? You good to go for this last, this last little bit? Yeah, let's take a minute. Okay, we will be right back. I'll tell you what. What the, these old? I'll tell you what. These old episodes of the Marble Olympics are amazing. <laughs> Such nostalgia for. The old teams and how well or how poorly they did. More people need to be into marble sports. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. So with uh, with that bit of absolute nonsense, what do you say we talk about the last show uh, of of the night, Bruce Guy's Happy Hour and their YouTube their weekly YouTube video episode show whatever you want to call it, Barstool Perspective. Featuring none other than Brett Coleman Baker and, as you say, Michael, bring the D, Morgan. Morgan. 
I have to say, these episodes are amazing. I know we talked about this last week. They have such amazing chemistry and the way that they play off of each other in conversation. It's really great. I was cracking up this entire episode. Really good episode. It was fantastic. Michael brings fashion sense again. Oh, 100%. 100%. And Brett has the phenomenal hair. He's like the Becky with the good hair. He's the Brett with the good hair. Brett with the good hair. Week in and week out. I'm glad they now have a video element to what they're doing so that you can just see exactly how phenomenal these two men are and I and I say that with all like as genuine as I can they talked about plumbing skills uh-huh and the quality of the coffee that came from the industrial coffee machine that they spent three days installing the plumbing for to make what they were calling not a great cup of coffee I just want to say I'm not entirely hold on. okay hold on okay okay hold on okay Reckless speculation. Or, as I like to say, the reckless speculations. Okay. I don't believe their coffee was coffee. Uh-oh. What was in their mugs Uh-oh. was, I, I don't know. I mean, caffeine affects people in different ways. Right. However, I don't quite know that I trust their coffee or their plumbing skills. So my <laughs> okay. reckless speculation... Is that they had just full twenty ounce mugs of speed, and that they were just speed. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess technically caffeine is a type of speed. It's an upper. Yeah. If you want to get you know into the weeds about it, um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Ask it was, David Nielsen. That's a good. Oh, maybe that could be the next one instead of chocolate and coffee. Or chocolate, chocolate and beer. Chocolate you and beer. You can do coffee. <laughs> or speed and co- speed and speed. beer. That's it. <laughs> I'm stuck on coffee. I don't know why. To get into some of the things that they talked about, um, this is uh, a show that they do, as I already said, where they talk about some of the local national beer and alcohol-related pieces of news. Apparently, RTDs, ready-to-drink cocktails, are a very carefully thought-out purchase in stores. Calculated. There's no there's no impulse buy section Very for ready to drink. Click list mm-hmm. full of mm-hmm. RTDs. Yeah. Yeah. Like you you need to when you see them from what they came across and I'm not sure what the articles were that, that they read. Well it seems like Brett's doing most of the research and Mike is just kind of reacting to bringing the, the research. D Morgan. Uh, he's just bringing the reactions and the D. I mean it's it's all all one and the same anymore. Michael's rant on <laughs> on uh, the the ready to drinks was absolutely amazing. It was good. It was good. It was like 20 years ago with the whole the hot dogs and buns. I can't say that I disagree with either the hot dogs and the buns thing or right. the whole ready to drink and and who is the uh, the biggest consumer of the ready to drink cocktail. Holy crap, absolutely amazing. Absolutely I, I, yeah. It was a good time. Tears in my eyes. It was funny. From trying not to laugh out loud it was good. at but work the, when but I. There's a lot. There's a lot that's very relatable. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah. It's it gives you really good information. The way they present that information is so entertaining and so. It's perfect. I mean, it really is. It's the way that I want to consume my my news is with a shot of humor. 
yeah. tied into it. Uh, let's see, what else was there in this episode? Uh, there was a surprising detail given on what country drinks the most gin. That was interesting. That was very interesting. Yeah. I was, was unaware of that. Julia, you like gin? It's okay, but I don't know if I've had really good gin yet. Like, it's always been like, um, okay, this is, this is all right. But, again, maybe I just haven't had high enough quality to really understand and appreciate what I've been drinking. How about you? Uh, I used to drink a lot of gin. Um, got away from it for, gosh, almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a little, little gin recently, and... A place I don't work at has a barrel-aged gin, which mm-hmm. is pretty good. Nice. Um, but no, I don't. But, but not not by any volume sort am I a, a gin drinker. Okay. I All can right. have a little gin every now and then. Okay. Fine. All right. Uh, actually, I only had two other talking notes about this episode because it's like. Oh, I had. They're they're between twenty-two and twenty-five minutes. It's not a lot of time, and we're trying to be a lot better about not making our recaps match or exceed those the the episode time frames uh next talking note that i had there was an absolutely brilliant quote from mike nostalgia is a lot of people's favorite flavor that was a wonderful and that cascaded Hold on, Julia. i'm gonna yeah, write that yeah. down okay yeah so okay got the nostalgia mm-hmm. is a lot, a lot of people's, people's favorite, favorite flavor. flavor got it and it's 100 percent true yeah. People like stuff that's nostalgic because of the memories they have of it from the past. Even if it was terrible in the past, for whatever reason, they're like, oh, but this existed in a different phase of my life, so I right. should really be embracing it now in this new phase of my life. It was really cool conversation, touched on a lot of different subjects and a lot of different news stories that they brought up throughout this episode. So it wasn't a one-note sentiment. Uh, and then they uh, they had some Cincinnati chili hot takes. You know what I used to... It's talking about nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the little pic, pixie sticks? Yeah. Okay, those were nice, right? Except for the fact that they were paper. And so you put your mouth on it, and mm-hmm. by halfway through, you couldn't get the damn sugar <laughs> through the fucking pixie stick. You had to keep tearing off small like yeah, pieces were, of it. Yeah, you were in like third grade, and you're like, you're like mother... Or, like, I knew some people in school that, like, they would they would just like, bite off the... Well, I... Find, yeah. find the best uh, school uh, pixie stick rail. Back to the <laughs> top of the toilet tanks. <laughs> no, but oh. then did you remember the ones that were, the like... The huge, like, the three-foot three long... Foot, yeah, three yeah. Three-foot long ones? That were plastic, so it, it actually worked. So much better. So much better. So much more sugar that, holy shit, oh, we did not great. need. We did not Another need Another thing that. nostalgic, uh, fruit stripe gum. Tasted great, about 10 seconds. <laughs> Not even 10 seconds. <laughs> 10 like, seconds oh, is being so, generous. So fruity and tasty. And it's Not gone. Anymore. And it's gone. It's like someone, you know, farted flavor out into the air. And it, uh, now it's gone. Right. Terrible. But yeah, nostalgia, <laughs> such a good little kind of sidecar conversation that they had about that. Uh, Cincinnati chili hot takes. I can't say that I disagree with a lot of them. No. Uh, I let never me tell th- you this. Michael I never thought is correct. Of it. Yeah, I never thought of it. You know what that, that means? No, what? I'm correct. Oh, damn it. Do I, I'm I, correct. I just admitted that Marco's right. Marco's right? Marco's Holy bleep. Marco is right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're bleeping ourselves because there is an adorable. 
adorable small child, like right outside of the windows, and the windows are open. I didn't open. even think about it. Yeah, it's I, fine. I should have closed I'm, the windows. I'm keeping so an eye out for you. keep it rated it's R. Good. <laughs> it's fine. They're, they're sitting outside of a tap room. If they don't understand that there's a chance of stuff being Bulgari. said, it's... <laughs> Urinating on the floor. <laughs> no, not that. Oh, my God. Well, now we're back to the worst kind of dog, then, anyway. Every now and then, someone urinates on the floor. Oh, my God. And the dog looks at it. It's like, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But, yes, you are right. And the way that Mike presented the, his Cincinnati chili hot take is a lens that I never considered it through. Well, keep in mind, he's an author. He's not, sure. He's, right, a, he's a professor. Right. Right. Uh, he's a he's a lawyer, lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's unemployed. Unemployed, <laughs> but he was all those things. I mean, unless he's somehow he's still brilliant. I mean, my God. Yeah, unless somehow he's you know getting a ten ninety nine from um, this guy's bar stool well, happy hour or something. Well, a lot of people owe him a lot of money. Ah, this does come up so, as well. Mm, yeah, just just Mike. I hope you get that money. Marco and I are backing you That's for right. whatever forms you need to fill out to get those royalties or those those checks for these things that you have invented. Which again, watch this. Let's make posters. episode. Well, and hold let's them make up. social media posters. Okay. Of people holding up like pay Mike his money. Okay, I'm down. Okay. All right, I had one other note and then a multiple choice question you because not another one. Uh, yeah. Wow. I was on a roll, so I'm like everything we talk about tonight. I've got to have a multiple choice. They, and this is something else that I had to laugh about. They got back on their all people. All, the only thing people like is sugar tirade. That's playing. They're the not hits wrong. For them. Yeah, they're not wrong. Yeah. And man, it would not be an episode like, of either the Bruce Guys Happy Hour podcast or Barstool Perspective. There've only been three episodes. That's like of ESPN saying who's the greatest, uh, MJ or LeBron. Exactly. They got to go back to that over and over and over again. They always go back to the only thing that we like is sugar. And they were talking about wineries and you know all kind. It was great. I love the tie-in and I love how. I don't want to say mad they get about the sugar thing, but just how passionate they get about the sugar thing yeah. every single time. Uh, it was great. If you guys are not subscribed to the Bruce Guys YouTube channel, you absolutely need to be because that's the only way that you're going to see these weekly beer news and non-alcoholic it. news shows. That's right. So follow them, sign up for notifications, all that good stuff. Um, was there anything else you had before uh, we got to the multiple choice question? No, let's do it, Julie. All right. This is, this is an important one. What dumb beer name? did Brett find? Was it A, Taco Tuesday Spicy Pineapple Margarita High ABV Hard Kombucha? Was it B, this is the beer that tastes like a beer for people who just want to drink a beer? Or was it C, The Gadget? Ah, Julia, was it D? (laughs) Here I am bringing the D. I'd expect nothing less. With the family right behind me. Option D is, did Elon Musk just quote the Princess Bride? Oh, that was so bad. Such a bad name. Not that that's the answer necessarily. Oh, such a bad name. <laughs> uh, Someone's, somebody 
probably named beer. I'm that might you. be the real. That might be the. That real might be answer. it. You got to listen. Well, you can't just listen. You have to watch. You can listen with YouTube in the background, but YouTube is the only way to check out this episode. Do it and send them an email or reach out to them on social media to maybe have your question to them featured as their question of the week. Which, okay, this is a little bit of beef that I have with that with with them and this particular show. Ah, uh, the beef. They're like, Where's oh, the beef, hey, Julia? I'm going to tell you where the beef is right damn now. So end of the episode, you know, Brett's wrapping stuff up and he goes, and so now for our email question of the week. And I'm like, what is this? You guys have never done this before. And they're acting like, oh, we've been telling you guys how to submit questions and da, 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 da. Never. No, absolutely not. Never. I'm sorry, but point me to the social media post or to the two-second separate YouTube video to where you said to submit questions. Are you saying they're making up hype? Possibly. Okay. It's my truth. That's good. They can they can correct me. So, Brett and Mike, invite me. Uh, I, I'm at Higher Gravity Northside no, somewhat regularly. Here, Either come up here to Summit Park come on a here, Tuesday, or let me know when you guys are going to be down at Northside, and we will discuss if or if you did not actually promote your question of the week to your listeners outside of this specific episode. But if you have a question for them that you want them to maybe answer on the air, email them to them, info at brewskies.beer, or reach out to them via social media. And uh, Truth Beer Pod may be asking them a question, or maybe we won't. Maybe we just are too upset about this whole situation. And Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out in a couple weeks. <laughs> That's all that I had for this episode of, of Barstool Perspective. Marco, was there anything else that you had? No, that's it. All We're right. Continue with the great fashion sense, gentlemen. Absolutely. And the, and the fantastic hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, is it between Amazing. the two of them? It's, mean, it's, it's, it's I, a solid head of hair. You can't look away. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, if, there, if, if you liked what we did tonight, if you liked my random talks about uh, marble racing which they're now doing the uh the boating you know down the the creek event right now here uh. at uh, higher gravity summit park if you like that and possibly even enjoyed our podcast and youtube video recaps let us know we are at truth beer pod on all the social media platforms like subscribe review share all that good stuff the most important thing really is telling a friend family member tell someone about our show if you like the way that we recap these episodes we would really appreciate it if you want to send us an email about anything that we said or maybe didn't say you never know you never know our email address is truthbeerpod at gmail.com and if you have it in your heart to send us a couple bucks because web hosting and podcast hosting is coming up for renewal here shortly Uh you can donate to us for us to buy a, a fresh pint of beer to drink while we're while we're you know recording the show or to contribute to the things that actually cost us money to make the show, truthbeerpod.com. All the links are at the top of the page. If you have any complaints about what we're doing, at Raging Hop on Twitter. He will handle all of that information. He will take your complaints. He what he does. file them away and eventually let us know about them. Uh, other than that, Marco. Julia. What are you going to be doing next Tuesday? Uh, with... I plan on being here, Julia, doing the same thing, recapping this week's Cincinnati-based Craft Beer Podcast. Sounds great. I'll see you there. Cheers. Cheers.